If you enjoy listening to inspirational stories from people just like us, facing the fear and doing it anyway, then you're in the right place. My name is Claire Hill and this is the No Rest for the Vivid podcast. Hello, welcome to another episode of the No Rest for the Vivid podcast. Today, I have my wonderful friend, Natasha from Mama Therapy. I'm so happy to share this episode with you. Though it does sound like a couple of mates having a chin wag, we're new mates. We've been mates for like three months. <laughs> um, but this episode is really, really cool. We talk about motherhood, running a business, um, how we can talk to our children to build confidence, and how we can talk to ourselves to build even more confidence. Um, love to hear your thoughts on this episode. Please let Natasha know what you think too and enjoy. Hello, welcome to No Rest for the Vivid podcast. I've got my lovely friend Natasha here today um, and <laughs> we've just been uh, talking about, well, you're not just my mate, you've obviously, do you want to introduce yourself before we go into it? <laughs> but I've just got my mate off the street. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'm just mate's house. Um, no, I'm Natasha. I am a counsellor and I specialise in working with mums at all stages. Um, so I, my ethos is around supporting mums to support their children, to raise healthy children. So if we're healthy, then our kids are going to be healthy. Yep. Love it. Yeah. Love it. We've, uh, we've been mates for like three months now. Yeah, we're new mates. We're new mates and um, when I first, I think we had a conversation and then we just started chatting and that was it, Yeah, which yeah. I love because you're just my vibe. But we've just been talking before we started recording. I was like, we better start recording because otherwise we just carry on chatting and um, about me being we a new... We chat forever. We can, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're like, I've got to be gone by 11. I was like, it's all right. We're after, <laughs> but I'm good for a time limit. Um, but how now I've entered into the school world and I've already... For the, messed up the day with the PE with not bringing in the PE kit but I said to you like I am so hot on this and organized and I'm already dropping balls how do people that aren't organized cope like I just, I'm not organized I'm not organized I told I you say, I bet you no but you if you weren't organized you wouldn't have known tell everyone about the roll dolls thing no today. so today we had roll doll day so I'd sorted out roll doll we did have a meltdown this morning because I bought, we got, a, I sent my husband on a like, wild goose chase to find a lollipop because she's Veruca Salt and she was behaving right. like Veruca Salt this morning. Oh, right. And the lollipop was snapped, <laughs> lollipop cracked in this room. Oh. Yeah, but now I got to school and we were meant to have a rolled doll book as well. And I was meant to stay for a rolled doll parade. So it was a mad rush to get to my first client at nine o'clock. And I didn't, I didn't buy the book because I didn't know about the book. And all like, do you know what I thought more than anything? For a lot of parents, buying an, an outfit, a book, um, there's so much. There was, there's like a mum in Goldie's class who's got three kids at the school. Yeah, it's so much money when you've just bought school uniforms, school shoes, school bags, all that stuff. And then second weekend, they're like, oh, we've got to dress up. And do um, you know... I- I know, I know this might be a bit controversial, but yeah. um, and I love Roald Dahl. Like, Matilda changed my life. As a kid reading that for the first time growing yeah. up and as, as I did, it literally changed my whole view on everything. Oh. Um, however, I feel like Roald Dahl's a little controversial now. 
Oh, really? Sky. Why? Well, there's loads of guns in it. If you think about Fantastic Mr. Fox. I haven't read, I haven't read that one since I was a kid. Can't really remember yeah. it. Right, so I have got all of the Roald Dahl books. Mr. Mm. Uh, the Twits, right. SEO Trot, brilliant. I mean, it's I really want to read The Twits. I was just showing her The Twits, actually. Oh, The Twits is the brilliant. It's really good. Twits is brilliant. Uh, Matilda's brilliant. But there are yeah. some on the edge, like Danny the Champion of the World, which is a bit of a on the edge, like, no one <laughs> really knows about it. That's a bit controversial. I don't know. I just think I've read them all, as you can tell. Yeah. I've read them all multiple times. But it's just there's there's some of the language as well. Uh, but like the thing is, that, five year olds don't read don't read rolled out. I re- rolled I out read it to Jackson. Oh, do you? Does he yeah. like you to do that? Yeah. I uh, mean, he gets he gets a bit bored. But I mean, James <laughs> the Giant. Yeah, James the Giant Peach is all right. We've read that in charge of the chop. Maybe I'm being a bit. I don't know. But I think sometimes I wanted to read him Fantastic Mr. Fox, but some of it is like. You know, saying shut up and stuff like that. Oh, yeah, think... well, it's still, yeah, and they are, it's a bit old. Yeah. <laughs> I but... feel like I read that when I was like year three, four. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 We've The Enormous Crocodile, we've read that. She likes I haven't that. read that one. Yeah, it's good, read that. Oh. And we love Matilda. She loves Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. I think we've watched The Witches. Now, I am, the... I'm actually still shit scared of The Witches. Yeah, me too. Do you remember that video? But you know that. when we came, uh, when we were kids, and that one came out with what's her face from the Adam family, oh. who was the witches, and she had the big nostrils. And I was like, "Do you know the film I'm talking about?" Yeah, yeah I know. No. That terrified me, and I just I think, think, I think it's the reason I'm scared of rats. I'm terrified of rats. I'm sure it's all that. Really? Yeah, yeah. The new one, I don't feel like the mice are so scary. I haven't seen the new one. Yeah, I haven't watched the old one either. Watch both but, Matildas. Have you? What do you think of the new Matilda? The singing, singing ones. I absolutely love it. Yeah, but <laughs> absolutely love it. But my kids do like to sing to me. Sometimes you have to be a little bit naughty. They don't stop. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jackson hasn't got that. Yeah. There was. I heard like not great reviews about it. Oh my and god! I watched so it good. and I was like sobbing at the end. I was like, she's. <laughs> It's we, funny. Cannot, we cannot wait to go and see the play. It's so expensive. Oh, oh, that's yeah. good. That's good. Yeah. I didn't know that this conversation was going to be about Roald Dahl. No, no, I didn't know. But, but what it is, is keeping in... Even when you're trying to be organised, there is so much to remember all the time. And there's so many emails. And if you can keep on top of the emails, well, they've changed our email system and I haven't actually even managed to log in yet. I'm still getting all the information from the WhatsApp room. Oh, wow. Do you yeah. feel like I, I might be all right? Maybe I should create a spreadsheet. Like when an email, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when an email comes in, I'll be like, right, yeah. that goes into that box. Do you know the tip? One of the tips I did have at the beginning, I knew that Monday was PE day, so I used to get Alexa to say PE kit. Like at <gasps> seven o'clock, it'll just send me a message. So uh, that's the other thing you can do. Just say to your Alexa, "Have you got an Alexa?" Yeah. Say to your Alexa, okay, remind me it's on school uniform today or it's PE day or he needs a, something for a raffle today. That's mm-hmm. a great idea. Yeah, my it? Alexa reminds me of it. Brilliant. That's a top tip, that is. So, I mean, we I obviously love talking to you and chatting to you, yeah. but um, you're here as well because you're a business owner and yeah. you're inspirational to other people starting out. Okay. And that's <laughs> uncomfortable. <laughs> okay. Yep. Okay. Um, but... Um, how did it all begin? So you're a counsellor now. 
Yeah. How did you fall into or how did you choose this path that you're now on? Chose it, definitely chose it. Um, so I start I did I started as what did I do? No, so I did a degree a degree in journalism. I always wanted to work in fashion. And oh, wow. Yeah, I always wanted to work in fashion. Uh from since I was a kid I wanted to work in fashion, like little. And then I went and started I did a journalism degree and actually I wasn't that interested in writing about fashion I was much more interested in writing about social issues and I did my dissertation on trafficking and then somehow I don't know how but I decided I wanted to work uh I wanted to be a social worker because okay. I, I was too scared to be a journalist there it is that's it I never pushed myself to be a journalist because you had to work for free you had to like take loads of risks like being a journalist is not an easy career to do so I literally finished my journalism degree and did nothing with it. Wow. And then I decided I wanted to be a social worker because I guess that was safe. It was less scary idea. And I started working in a children's home to get some experience. Yeah. Um, and then realized I didn't want to be a social worker anymore. And I became a family worker. And actually, when I think about that, my mum always worked for the council and had like a safe job. And that was like, what a nightmare that I've got this safe job working for a council. I don't want to have a safe job working for a council. But I was following in her footsteps, I guess, in that wow, way. Yeah. And then when I turned, I really didn't like, I liked my job, but I hated the bureaucracy. And, you know, you worked in school. Yeah. You know, there's all the bullshit. The job, yeah. actually, working with people, I love. But the fact that there was so much we couldn't do because it didn't fit in with the red tape was the mm. problem. And I read The Secret when I was 29. I think I'd also met my husband. My husband's like a real optimist. He always feels like he's he has like a really good mindset naturally and he's very good at like just doing what he wants to do. Mm. So I think that was quite like eye-opening to me that you didn't always have to think of that worst-case scenario. And then I read The Secret. And after I read this, have you read The Secret? Well, yeah, I've watched the film as well. Yeah, film. But yeah. One, I I got to it late. I've watched, read loads of other stuff before yeah. I got to it. So I read the secret, and it was just a. And after I read the secret, I was like, I need to do something to change my life. If I'm gonna, I don't want to work for the council. I want to work for myself. Mm. If I want to work for myself, I need to start taking action. And I think prior to reading the secret, it was like, oh well, if I do a course, it's going to take five years and. Um, what if it doesn't work out and then it was like no do the course it's 100 pounds or 200 pounds first camping course I did and then I just went from there and the goal was by the time I became a mum I wanted to work for myself and I left my job about six months before my daughter went to school no by the time my daughter went to school I wanted to work for myself so yeah about six months before she went to school I went like fully seven and do you remember the moment when you were like, I can do it now? Like, I, I can give my notice in. How that, that felt? Oh, the best thing ever. The best feeling ever. Like, I'm not meant to work for someone else. And now, like, I've just been on holiday with um, two of my friends. One of them's actually just left work to be a stay-at-home mum full-time because she doesn't like her job and she can afford to. And the other one was, like, dreading going back to work. And I thought... I don't dread going back to work. No. I remember that feeling. And I don't want to be like this, like, Marta, who's like, you don't have to dread going back to work, but you don't. No. Like, I am excited about going to work. 
And I never, when I worked for someone else, I never felt excited to go to work. No, no. Well, I did in the be- I did in the beginnings of different careers and jobs. Have you? I never have. No, when I was, but then I don't know if I felt if I was just not aware of the other options. Yeah. But I think when I went first self-employed, like two thousand and ten, I think I was self-employed for a year. Um. And I had another business. I remember that feeling being like total freedom. Yeah. I just couldn't believe how free I felt. But it was just such a different world then. And I did not know what I was doing. But when I, this time, when I went self employed, like three years ago, over three years ago, I did again feel that like whoosh. It's like a whoosh of like, oh my God, literally, I could fly, isn't it? It's just like, yeah, like, it is. It's freedom. just like I'm like, now. Me and my husband were talking about this the other day. We, he, he's also self-employed. I don't think he loves his job as much as me, but he does like working. But we were like, we just wish we had one more day in the week. Yeah. Like, there's just not enough time. Yeah. It's always, that's how I feel. Like, I'm not... On I'm, on Thursday, so I don't work Fridays, I'm not desperate for it to be Friday ever. No. I was like, oh, God, I'm running out of time. I'm running out of time. I can't get stuff. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. I wish I was working tomorrow. And then when I'm not working, I'm pleased. I have my major, major battle is I love being my son's at nursery still, so I love being with my son and having that time that's just the two of us. But I also want to work more, and I'm really in this battle. I I used to just work three days. Now I'm working three and a half. And I was gonna, I was meant to go back down to three, but I'm not. I'm staying at three and a half, and. There's like part of me that's like, why don't I just do four? And then the rest of it's like, no, he's going to be at school soon. I don't want that. It's so, I have such a pull of like, because I think because I have such a good balance, mm. I love being with my kids and I love not being with my kids. It's nothing. I constantly, like the work I do is about you don't have to feel overwhelmed all the time. And mm. I think I really have such a good balance where, yeah, I can't get all my work done. So that's overwhelming. But and yeah, I want, but but the overwhelming, I love everything I do, so I want more time to do it rather than I'm drowning. Yeah, I can't agree more. I've had um, this week though. I don't know about you, but being back at work properly and last week, oh, I wasn't really working properly last week because Jackson was like half days and yeah, this, that, and the other. I just feel really tired. I've realised how much time I've had off over August. Well, I wonder if that's why I've got ill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Back to school. Back to school illness. Yeah. Yeah, but what is? They're all catching germs the first week of that, aren't they? Yeah. I feel knackered today, like really knackered. I just thought, yeah, but it's I've worked really hard this week and last week, even though and I realised I was like, maybe I'm just not used to it because I've had like six weeks off basically. I was just like Yeah, I didn't have six weeks off, but I have just been on holiday. So I had like a lovely week off and then it's fine. It's just the speed. Mm. So fast. Life is so fast. Life is so fast. I said to my husband, I was like, we fit a lot into a day. Yeah. Like, like, we get a lot done. And I, you know, it's okay to feel tired. I think sometimes I I think, oh, if I'm tired, I must not be doing as well as I could. But actually, I'm like, maybe I'm just tired. Yeah, maybe I'm just tired because I'm busy. Maybe, yeah. (laughs) Maybe it's just okay it's okay to be tired it's okay to be, like I'm really yesterday I got up and I wasn't feeling well and I didn't go to the gym 
and I was like this is really hard not going to the gym because I yeah. like to get up and go to the gym but on Monday when my daughter wasn't very well I didn't take her to gymnastics and I didn't think that was bad no was oh that's interesting isn't yeah, it it's fine she's not going she's not very well she wanted to go to school she went to school in the end um and it was just really nice that she was so desperate to go to school because I'm hearing loads yeah. of the kids are really struggling with year one but she's like buzzing about being at school again yeah um but um yeah I was fine that she didn't go to gymnastics but me not going to the gym was a real like sexual routine like when are you going to fit it in if you don't yeah. go do you know it's so funny you said that because I did it was the same thing for me yesterday I woke up and I snoozed the alarm I never snooze the alarm yeah and when I do it makes me feel like bit grumpy because all of that yeah because it's like the cortisol yeah, yeah. Horrible, so yeah. but I, I i set myself up to fail oh, no, by... i did snooze it as well i did it by oh. accident i accidentally snoozed it yeah did you well yeah. i i had my phone in the bedroom and i've been doing that like i haven't had the phone my phone in my room for ages but i've got this i'm well into the library at the moment and yeah. borrowed a book but it's an e-book that's okay. on my phone Oh, so I was like, well, I need my phone in my room because then when I wake up in the morning, I get my reading time, read my book in the morning. I read on my phone. Yeah, so I've got everything. Well, yeah. thing is, in my half-asleep days, I turned my first alarm off and went to set a timer on my phone because my other alarm doesn't actually have a snooze. So I just snooze. And then, anyway, I felt like shit. I was supposed to run yesterday because um, I'm running a 10K in November. But my legs were aching, so I did a, a run Sunday morning, and it was, like, so, so hot, which was yeah. just so tough. I was like, oh, my legs are still hurting. And straight away, my husband was like, but if you're tired and you're aching, your body needs to recover. You're going to injure yourself, so don't go. And I was like, oh, I'm letting myself down. Yeah, I'm all about saying. self-trust, and it's like, if you don't do what you say you're going to do, then you're letting yourself down, which makes a hole in your self-belief and I was like I'm letting myself down and dad was like no you're not you're being kind to yourself be compassionate shut up and I was like oh yeah all right and then so I was like okay instead of I'm just gonna go for a really long dog walk once the day is done I'm gonna finish my day with a lovely walk and I did and I was like why was I moaning and putting like being horrible to myself I covered the same distance as I would have done on the run so I was like I've done it like, but it's really, I think it's, it's hard to find that balance, isn't it? Of like consistency and routine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not waiting till you're ready. And yeah. then also self care and just being kind to yourself. It's funny, isn't it? Because I was like, I don't feel like going for a run today. Yeah. I still could go for a run. But there's that balance of like the practice of going, no, I actually feel like tired and hurting it's not me like not wanting to go and can't yeah. be bothered I'm actually listening it's I think that's the, like the first time where I've not run when I felt like I should have done since running for like three months yeah but it's just compassion it's practicing compassion all the time and even though like me and you are well ahead of the game with all of this stuff being compassionate to ourselves and looking after ourselves you still have those moments where you yeah. have to go oh no hold on a minute I can be kinder yeah. And I do often, I really like the idea, it's a, there's a, a podcaster I love called Francesca Amber, and she's got three girls, and she talks about thinking about herself as the fourth child. Oh, that's a good one, isn't Yeah, it? and often just thinking, like, how would I treat my child in this moment? Yeah. 
yeah you wouldn't say to your child like oh you've got to do this because no I wouldn't I would never push him through it I'd be like just listen to your body what's it saying saying go and have a nap go and have a nap (laughs) exactly and I'm really in this battle at the moment about around like clubs and Mm. my daughter's very lazy very lazy um and she's she loves gymnastics and she's just been asked to be in like the gymnastics squad oh wow and she's saying she doesn't want to do gymnastics anymore i'm like why why don't you want to do gymnastics she wants to do horse riding and she's not doing horse riding every week like i can't afford for her to do horse and it's so expensive it's 40 pounds an hour wow Um, it's so expensive um and i want her to do swimming she's so she's doing swimming swimming's a non-negotiable for me yeah um, for obvious reasons but um it's like this do i push her to do gymnastics when she says she doesn't do gymnastics i think she should do gymnastics but she wants to do horse right like and some kids do clubs do loads of clubs don't they and other kids she she gets tired and it's only your own child i think my little boy probably do loads of clubs because we need to wear them out all the time he needs to be run like a dog mm-hmm. but um my daughter's not like that mm-hmm. i mean treating everyone as an individual do you know your kids human designs i know my son's is the same as mine yeah which makes sense we like to be busy we're always doing stuff my daughters i can't, i did do my daughters i can't remember i think she was the same as my husband and they're much slower and i mean he's busy but no they're different we're very different it's um yeah jackson's a generator so that's why sometimes, and I'm a projector, so sometimes he's like, he never runs out of energy, ever, 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 ever. Um, whereas I obviously sometimes do. Yeah. And then I've learned that I can feed off his energy. Um, like an energy vampire. I feed off my own son's energy. Oh, I'm a manifesting generator and so is my son. We never run out of energy. So that's why yesterday morning when I had run out of energy, it was like, listen, because you never run out of energy. Ever like I've always got more energy. Always, yeah. Yeah. We'll be doing more. My husband's yeah. a manifesting generator. It's so funny recently because I learned about the um, like your your sun gate. You know the yeah. gate that you're like. That's why you're here. Leaning. Okay. Into yeah. It. Yeah. And I learned that mine is ideas, and I've always like ideas just cut, like fall into my head. I never like I'll be. Talking I'm like that. That's yeah. what I'm like. Always new ideas. Always new ideas. So much so that I'm like. Is this my idea? Most of the time it's ideas for everybody else. So I just give them away. Um, but my husband, I was like, look, he had this big job interview. And I said, I'm just going to read. I know you don't really care about human design. But I'm just going to go and look at this Sungate. I'm pretty sure it's called Sungate. Anyway, I said, because when I did mine, it sounded exactly like who I am. And so his was about bringing, recognising, strengthening teams, ah. and bringing them all together for a, a mission. And he got the promotion because before I was like, you were born for this job. And he's like got this, and he works for the council, but he's like um, now in the core of housing, like rehousing. So he's working with homeless families, temporary accommodation, like emergency accommodation, all mm-hmm. this budget. The budget is like so much freaking money. And yeah. he's in charge of it. I'm like, yes, mate, you're in there. And then, but I said, when you're leaning into what you're good at, babe, listen to that what do you think and he's like yeah that's me I was like oh my god I know because it is it's nice yeah, I love that yeah. in counseling we were talking about like joining the dots 
and there yeah. you join the dark room. Yeah. You know, so the um when I had my my first reading, like my proper in-depth human design reading, um, we were talking about my husband and I said, We're literally inseparable. Well, I'm gonna tell you something I'm really embarrassed about, but I love it at the same time. We clean our teeth at exactly the same time every night. How sad what? and fantastic is that at the same time? <laughs> Why do you do that? Just a habit. You know. Now I'm saying it out loud. I'm like, why have I done this? I'm a bit embarrassed. <laughs> but, but we sit. So he's got really good dental health. Okay. So he's like made me have really good tea. Oh, okay. He's very into Right. Tea. He's really yeah. into it. So I was like, yeah, brilliant. So we pick our teeth, like floss and whatever. And then we go. <laughs> and then we go. Are you ready? Yeah. Clean the teeth. No, one of us. Cleans our teeth before the other one, or after. Like we're like, have you just cleaned your teeth before me? You didn't wait for me. <laughs> um, it's, but, like, it's like cheating on a Netflix series, but, but you, you do know, it with teeth. You're like yeah, cheating yeah. on teeth. But it's because we've got an ensuite and we're sitting in bed and we've got our electric toothbrush ready, so then we don't. We just watch the TV at like volume seven thousand while we clean our teeth, and then we get up and finish and rinse our mouth. But anyway, the reason I'm telling you that. It's because yeah. when we I did my human design, um, we found out that when you put mine and my husband's map or whatever it's called, what's it yeah. called? The whatever on top of each other, all of our channels link up. So uh... where I've got a gap, he's got a channel. Uh... So together we're like complete. That's How why. How did you get him to do it? Oh, I just asked the woman and just gave her the him. Oh, he didn't do it with you. <laughs> I used it. I stole his private information. Um, I was like, I texted his mum and went, What time was Dan born? I've texted my mum and said, What time yeah, was yeah. Born to do it? I need I to know this. Really need to know this. But I did it and it was so, so cool because it I made me realise why. Because I was thinking, Why do I not care? Like, why are we always, in, we're always together? We do everything together. Sometimes I'm like, I do like, you know, we do get a bit of space from each other or quite a yeah. lot, but. We don't work together. Yeah, we're like best mates, like the bestest of friends. Yeah. Um, and I was like, well, look, nice. the universe has lined this up, babe. They oh, have. You're just meant where you're just meant to be together. Yeah, it's cute, isn't it? That is cute. And quite sickening, but I love a bit of cheese. I'm like, it's cute. Like, it's not sickening. It's just cute. Oh, thanks. Mm. Right, anyway, do you want to go to person? Anyway, back to business. Talk <laughs> about business. But this, you know, link this back to business, leaning into what you're good at. Yeah. Leaning into your strength. Yeah. So what do you want me to talk about what I think my strengths are? Yeah, I want to know, what do you think your superpower is? My superpower? I'm really good at, like, listening to detail. So Mm. I don't have to write anything down. People can tell me stuff and I just remember it. Really? Really good. And And what's really funny is, I don't remember anyone's name. Anyone's name. But I would like... My name's Claire. Your name's Claire. Claire. (laughs) (laughs) No, but I forget. I'm horrendous with names. And, but you could like tell me like, I don't know, where your mum lives. I probably, I'd remember that. Or like, you could tell me like when you moved into your house, that kind of stuff. I remember that. Wow. So so I think with my clients, it really helps. They can tell like, one of my, clients actually recently was like 
how do you remember all this stuff? And I'm like, do you know, I just do. I'm just, I am really, I think I'm just really interested in learning about people. I'm re- like, it absolutely fascinates me learning about people. Like last night I was watching Top Boy. We were watching the old, but we watched, we think we completed it. Like, it was a really sad moment. Me and my husband have really been thinking about wait, really excited about Top Boy and we watched it too quickly. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, so annoying. And then, so he was like, let's watch the original. We watched the original and I was like, the the in the first series, the, one of the boys' mums goes into um, uh, I don't know what it's called. You shouldn't call it not a mental hospital. What's it called? Psychiatric hospital. Psychiatric hospital. And I was just like, and I remember that moment watching it. And the little boy's mum had gone into a psychiatric unit, and he was caring for his mum. And I was like saying, "This is why I do my job." Because there are children out there whose parents are unwell and they are left to care for their children. And I know that's going to really resonate with you. Yeah. But I can't bear it. I can't bear to think about that, to like watch that child have to care for his mum. And she said, well, why don't you, why don't, he said, why don't you want to help the child? And I said, if I help the mum, I can help the child. If I help the child, he's still got to go back to the same mum. So to me, I want to help the mum. And I love all those details and understanding like how this links to this and this links to this and this has made you like this yeah so powerful mm. it's like do you remember the the, the thing for you as a mum that you, yeah. like that you learned and like maybe it was a an affirmation or a phrase or something that really empowered you and you just thought i can do this even when it's really shit and challenging i'm not an adult i'm doing I it i don't know i don't know a thing but I was talking to someone the other day on Instagram, actually, and I said it. I said something to her, and I was like, "God, that's really clever, actually." <laughs> that's what I said. <laughs> but we were talking about her child struggling to make friends at school, and I said, "How much are you feeding into that, and how much are you telling her how amazing she is?" And she mm-hmm. was like, "I don't know whether I am." And I said, "Your child, like." You've told your child that Santa is real, which is the most ridiculous thing in the world. And she believes you. How is this? How old is Part this of, child? Five. Oh. Five. As okay. if you told your child Santa's real, and it's ridiculous. We, our children believe Santa's real. We can tell our kids. Oh my Santa's God. Real. I've just, you know, I've just um, listened to that wrong. I thought you were Excuse saying them. she'd gone, Santa's not real. It's no, no, no. She'd said she's real. Yeah, and she sorry. You. If sorry. you tell your child that Santa, that she's amazing and everyone wants to be friends with her, yeah, they believe you. So actually, just like the pa- our power, like how much power we have in what we say. Oh, yeah. like we're like superheroes. Everything to our kids, everything we say is just true. Yeah, because they're like sponges. We spoke about this the other, um, the last time we chatted about yeah. the the TikTok thing. I did. Yeah. I thought of you the other day because Jackson. It was his birthday last week, and he got. Uh, from my godfather, he gave him a kazoo. You know what what's that? One of these, like, it's like basically worse than a recorder, and they blow mm-hmm. it. It goes, doo, 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 and it's just so loud, so loud. So and annoying. Ice, yeah, it's just, doo, 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 it's just awful. Just, oh, I couldn't believe it. Anyway, you just blow through it, and I went, oh, I've had enough now, babe, because um, the battery's going to run out in a minute. And we need them charged up for when it goes to Nan and Grandpa's with you. 
Yeah, send it over. So I do. My godfather was like, that is brilliant. I was like, you bought it for him. But no batteries. And he was just like, oh, yeah, okay. No worries. Just accepted. There's batteries in this thing that he's just blown through. It's like, no. <laughs> Keep it charged up. But the fact that it was, oh, yeah, it'd be great at Nanny Grandpa's. I can imagine my mother-in-law being like, what is this done? <laughs> They're like, you only, you don't have him as much anymore because he's at school. So. My friend got a, um, her mum had bought her daughter this disgusting planet dress yesterday and she sent a picture of it and she was like, well, it's covered in, her daughter really likes planets, so it's this dress covered in planets. I said, you just, you, you got two options. We either say, it live, it's a dress that lives at Nanny's house. Yeah. Or it's a nighty dress. I like to say things are nighty dresses. Mm, <laughs> They're really horrible. Good. Yeah. Or nursery, nursery clothes. Yeah, yeah, we just get wrecked. This is nursery clothes. They said, and hopefully it'll get paint on it today. Yeah. <laughs> and no, but they just don't. Oh, okay. You okay? Fine. It's not a problem. Fine. I got Jackson to eat loads of new food during the summer holidays. Did you watch his comment tip? I've got none. I don't. Well, he's my niece, his cousin, a little bit older than him. And he he thinks like the sun oh, shines yeah, out of like, her. Yeah, yeah. So I'm just like, oh, Phoebe had that the other day. She yeah, loved yeah. it. And so, but he's gone into school and he's eating school dinners. So yesterday he had curry. Monday he had mac and cheese. Today he's got jack and potato. Um, and it, and I just went, do you, what do you want? And I gave him the choices. I said the curry's not spicy. Straight away was like, no, I love curry. Really, one of the proudest moments of my life, Natasha. Like literally going. My son has just chosen curry of his own free will. Like, curry is my favourite food. Absolutely. My, little, favorite my food. little boy actually loves curry, but nothing spicy. Well, we, so, the other week, Dan actually gave him some hot sauce. Yeah. Like, like, just went, just try it, mate. But underestimated how hot it was. And he oh, no. was just crying. I was like, now he's going to be terrified. Oh, no, everything. Terrified. Yeah. Just stupid. Why do men do like why bother? Why why do that? Because now he's gonna be terrified, not just for a week, for years. Yeah, for years. And he's just crying and his eyes were watering. And Dan was like, I think I gave him the too spicy one. I was like, You think? <laughs> the actual pain. Why did you do that? And I was at time going, babe, I don't even think it's pain, isn't it? <laughs> it's pain. Exactly. But anyway, but he's, it was all right. He's had the curry. But no, if you're saying to your kids. Like, if I say to my daughter, like, you're really good at that, I'm going to tell your teacher I'm really good at that, they're like, I am really good at it. They literally, like, kids will look in the mirror and be like, I look really pretty today. I know. Isn't it wonderful when they look at themselves, they're like, oh, my God, yeah, I look really cool. Yeah. There's no, no judgment on of comparing themselves to anybody else. They're just like... But they oh, will, they'll pick, up the, but they'll pick up the judgment just as quickly. Mm. They're real. That's why we yeah. have to be so careful around it. Yeah. It's such a difficult one, isn't it? Yeah. But like was, us judging ourselves, they pick it up. I did. I thought this the other day, though, because I said to Jackson, like, a similar thing. I was just going, you are going to make loads of friends. School is going to be so fun. And he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I thought I was going through, I don't know what day it was, something was happening. Oh, we were stuck in traffic, actually. Yeah. We were getting somewhere. And normally I used to be like, oh, my God, I can't believe Traffic, I was sitting here on a hot day, blah, blah, blah. And then I just flipped it and went, how easy is it for us right now to be in this journey? We're sitting in an aircon car, the sun shining. Yeah. The music. 
I was, and I just thought, what if I reframe every day, just going, how easy is my life? And just go, how easy is it? Like, when you think about it, and our, our kids as well, our kids are so fortunate. They're going to have easy lives. They, yeah. like, they might have challenges. But the fact no, that but they are fortunate. That work... My kids are really fortunate. I know yeah, my kids yeah. are really, really fortunate. Yeah. But one of but they yeah, it is I do think that is so like powerful to say to your kids, you're gonna make loads of friends. Yeah, yeah. Because the problem is that if you didn't struggle at school, like when you're saying you're gonna have loads make loads of friends feels really it's really hard to do. Yeah. But yeah. I still think you've got to do it. Yeah. Even when it feels uncomfortable. Like they are like affirmations for kids, aren't they? Yeah. Everyone's gonna like me. I'm really funny. Yeah. I'm really interesting. Yeah. I've been saying okay. like, just be yourself, babe. Just yeah. be yourself. Because but... why wouldn't he make friends? Why not? Yeah. Why not? Exactly. I think I was uh, some of that fear when he started last week. I was a bit upset about him starting. As obviously you do, you know. Yeah. He said to me, "I'll make sure you wear sunglasses." And I was a bit like. <laughs> Okay, oh, it's all right. Um, so you didn't cry. I I sort of shed a couple of tears. Okay, but like, well, yeah, but know, I was saying I sobbed. Yeah, but I think I sobbed. I was like more, just my whole body was just like oh anxious about it. I think, and I realised that it's because I had such a tough time at school. Even though I oh, did really? actually, school was better than home, but it was still tough yeah. because I got bullied. So in my head, oh uh, yeah, of course it's going to be in you. Oh, he's going to go. He's going to go into school, and everyone's going to be horrible to him. And, and I was thinking, no, because my life, I was different. I was the skanky mm. kid, unfortunately. It's just and that does, It's yeah. horrible. It's horrible. But that it does make a difference. I um, I wasn't worried about that. I was just, I didn't like change. I didn't want that growing up. Yeah. It wasn't about bullying, but they, are, you know, that's a wound in you, isn't it? How are yeah. you not going to? How are you not going to have that feeling when your son goes to school? But like you can say, you can really that really rationalise it. I was the skanky yeah. kid. It does make. I think you don't want to talk too much about kids' appearance and stuff, but it does make a difference for kids to have nice things. Yeah. I don't know when it starts. I think it starts young. To be honest, I remember working in. Did you work in primary or just secondary? Secondary, yeah. When I worked in schools being told by Senkos that the little kids even little there were things that children would notice like um one of the things that I think you see is, is children who parent who've got head lice and their parents yeah. just shave their head. Yeah. And it's like it's a real sign of poverty, I guess. Um yeah. Or just, yeah, just like dirt, being a bit dirty, smelling of smoke, uh, holes in their shit, like all the different things. And it does make it harder for kids to fit in, even when their little kids don't care about labels and stuff. But they notice that. But you know what? I had, this is something that came up on holiday. This is something God, I don't know if she I'm going to tell you because this is what we're doing. We're, we're being honest here. When I was on holiday, my daughter's obviously mixed race. Um and she wanted to make friends with this. There were little girls she wanted to make friends with on holiday. She like I noticed her spotting them out. Yeah. Who she wanted to make friends with. There was a little black girl 
who I talked to a little bit, and I said, Goldie, this girl, that girl's really nice. I was talking to her in the lift. She said, no, I want to make friends with someone who's got the same colour skin as me. And I I couldn't believe it because my dad is black. Yeah. Obviously. Uh, And she's got really good relationships. She's around black people, basically. Not many. Very, very few. My dad's the only black person, I think. I don't know if there's anyone else. Then I'm obviously mixed race. But... Mm. um, and then with the old, my hair, no, my hairdresser's children. She comes to my hairdresser with me. Yeah. But the children, the children notice difference, don't they? Yeah. And really, she, really early. Really, really yeah. early. And I, and she, and I thought she's someone who is like grows up in Brighton, is very like exposed to everything. Yeah. There's no judgment around anything. She's got a gay uncle. She, like. And she still made that comment. But is so, that because is that judging? It was there any judgment in that, or was it just a fact, or is it that it could be judged for something else? Do you know what I mean? Maybe it's just like I only like uh, I just want to be friends with someone with blonde hair, or yeah, she like did she curly hair. Friend, she oh. wanted to be friends with someone with blonde hair. Oh, that is what she wanted. But <laughs> like, and we had to have this like long conversation about how you don't not be friends with people because what color their skin is and. I was like, Grandpa's got different colour skin. And she's like, yeah, Grandpa's funny. And I was like, so why? And she said, I just want to be friends with someone who looks like me. I'm like, God. Okay. But then, uh, where's that come from? That's the thing, isn't it? That's, it's not the... Where? Where has it come from? That's funny. But they want to be friends. She wants to be friends. With it. Like, I know that she will go up to the girls who look girly and have Elsa stuff and princess stuff. and yeah. Um... Even those sort of things really help you to make friends. You know, like yeah. boys, boys will go to other boys who've got superheroes in football. Yeah, yeah. If, if, if Jackson spotted a kid with any Mario on him, yes, he'd be like that trying to lick him. Probably, no, he wouldn't. He wouldn't lick him. But he'd no, want to be but his they friend. do. Yeah, yeah, like the judgment. And if you haven't got any of those things, yeah, even those little things, like the school bags they have. Yeah, they make such a difference, and like, yeah, having and we had we had a really long conversation about that, and I thought I can tell it all, but like, it's just always talking to them, talk to your kids more than you talk to your kids more than you ever realize you have to. Yeah, I read this. Um, there was a video of a podcast I was listening to about active listening and how important it is at this age. When Jackson's just talking utter rubbish to me I've no idea yeah. what he's talking about not in the yeah. fact that I'm not listening but because it's nonsense it'll be yeah. about some aeroplane going into the water and then it's made out of a frog and blah 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 with his imagination okay. but I practice active listening with him and I'll go really and I'll repeat the last sentence I know oh, they love that frog so if we do that now when they're young when they get to 15 16 and you want them to open up, and you're using active listening. They're already prepped. They're all, it's already part of the conditioning of the conversation. Wow, I've got, I've got. That's brilliant to know. Mm. So when your counsellor active listening, you do exactly. <laughs> you just, you're doing it probably without even thinking. I won't even notice. I do like, yeah, repeating the word is just. I don't know. Not, it's like driving yeah. for me. Just... Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it just becomes part of. But I noticed with. Um, how now obviously our jobs are listening 
yeah. reframe, you know, et cetera, et cetera, and in counseling and coaching. And how now I notice how people lack listening skills across yeah. the board. And it, and I feel it's not me going, oh, you should. But I made a, a point recently about, I think I did a reel on it, that knowing the difference between venting and moaning and that venting yeah, is an open space. Someone is receiving that and listening, not waiting for their turn to speak. Whereas, and then if you're in a discussion, yeah, you know, but venting, when you actually need space and you're opening out that space for someone, but then moaning, when it's just my, mind, my, moan, that's negative. You're just recycling negative energy negative 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 instead of going oh that's off my plate but it's recognized how many people now and I'm or I'm talking but I have a go at my husband sometimes if I'm talking to him and he's looking at his phone I'm like you're not listening to me yeah. yes I am listening to you. you're not listening to me at all you are not receiving you're not I, I am your you're wife not, you can't. yeah listen you can't. to me yeah yeah and then when, but I do the same for him. It's not like I yeah, demand. Yeah, we both like, do. We all do it. But you're not listening when you're when you're looking at your phone because you can't do two things at once properly. No, absolutely not. Absolutely not. I'm conscious of the time. You got a client at eleven. Yeah, I've got a couple more minutes. We've got like three more minutes. But well, yeah, I, I can I, think... I ask him my uh, question? Yeah. I, I don't know if I prepped you for this. I'm sorry if I didn't. Um, what you didn't? You... No, I didn't. <laughs> if you could tell yourself something. 10 years ago that you wish you'd known then that you know now what would it be uh, this would change but today it would be start before you're ready don't wait till you're ready for anything basically so like the idea that like oh I'm feeling really low I'll do that when I'm feeling ready I'll, I want to lose weight and then I'll do that uh, I want to move house anything start before you're ready take action towards your goal however small like one step is one step closer than you are step. love it can I ask what your like next big dream and what you're working on is at the minute okay my next, next big dream is something I'm really I'm actually my next I want to get really focused on my business and what I am doing because I am like what I'm just talking about the ideas person I have so many ideas but it is to have like a community where um, people can do different courses to um, that will bring in the counselling stuff, but also the real mindset stuff because I'm so into mindset and I think that actually having both areas is so important. So understanding where your anxiety comes from, but then also understanding how to reframe it. That kind of stuff. I love that. That's yeah. exciting. Yes, yeah. Is, but I just need to get focused and coach really. Yeah, <laughs> everyone needs a coach. <laughs> Somebody was saying that, like I did this um, really the other day, and it's like, how can you be, how can you think you're any different or better than Michael Jordan? Michael Jordan had a coach, literally. Oh, Probably I love that. Freaking Michael that needs to Jordan. Be your, that needs to be your sales pitch. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I literally, I've literally watched Last Dance, and I now base everything, and I think to myself, what would Michael Jordan do? He'd freaking keep going. I love, I love seeing how athletes keep going. I love seeing how like really wealthy people like um, Elon Musk kept going. I love no, it. It's all about perseverance. Perseverance is what gets you ahead. That would be my other one. Yeah. Oh, there's a, there's a great documentary on Elon um, about Elon Musk on BBC. 
Oh, and yeah. it's when he started doing SpaceX and how so many rockets crashed. And the last yes, I've seen, one. There, there was one on, no, there's one on Amazon, which was quite similar. It had the five billionaires. Oh, right. And talking about how, and he was like, and when he had Tesla, he had to raise the price because he was not going to make any money. Yeah. Um, yeah. And all these, like, people, they just kept going. I always say to my client, um, J.K. Rowling had Harry Potter rejected 27 times. No one else would have kept going 27 times. That's why 27 she's is crazy, isn't you it? You just wouldn't. You'd have given up. That's why she's a billionaire mindset. I want to, I really want to figure out how I work on my mindset in like training because for me, exercise is all about like, it is now much more about like uh, emotional well being and like dealing with overwhelm and like headspace. But it's still so much about like weight of my body. And I want to know how I get that mindset of an athlete that I just want to be like better and fitter and stronger. And my husband started going to the gym and that's his only goal. He doesn't care about what he looks like. And I don't know how you get that. But... Well, I, I had some saw something the other day about this mindset and you can use it for business and fitness. Yeah. Is that you just sit with the fact that you are already the fittest yeah. and most wonderful version of you. you just need to maintain it so you sit in, in that energy of abundance of the fact that i'm already there yeah because in the universe somewhere you are already mm. like that yeah. you just need to maintain it and so your body then relaxes into it and it's easier for you to keep fit and keep going yeah. um, and be motivated because you're just maintaining it you're already there you're just gonna carry on yeah. being that version of you that could say with business you're like i'm already a really successful business owner like yeah of course I'm everything comes to me I'm such a magnet for all this success ah uh, so it's like it will yeah there's always Maintain. More, there's always more fitness there's always more. there's always always you will always be the best version of you right now there's yeah. no no argument good all right go. then okay thanks I've got to go but yeah. lovely to speak to you we're gonna do a real goodbye it's gonna do a fake goodbye you need to actually go right now i do actually need to go right now thanks for coming on babe i really I, appreciate I, it i read a really lovely time always always love chatting to you see you bye. later babe bye. bye thank you so much for listening to the no rest for the Vivid podcast written produced and hosted by claire hill and music has been composed by my brother phil Vitt.